This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.08 and you're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sherrod. Pardon me, I have a, I have a, <coughs> a frog. frog in your throat, <laughs> yeah. just One second. Mm. So, um, I need as much voice as I can get because actually the <laughs> setup for this is quite long. Um, first up today, we're talking about 16 NGOs suggesting that local council elections be put in place, which would in essence put an end to the practice of the federal and state governments choosing and appointing local government Dewan Negara members as well as local community leadership. So local council elections, um, you know, we've talked about so many times. I don't know how many of the arguments we need to actually rehash simply because by now they're pretty well-trodden ground. They are. And I think, the, but what remains true also, Lynn, is that it seems to be a trigger. Like it's yeah, like a yeah. trigger for a lot of uh, all arguments and all scripts, the political scripts. And, and we see it playing, being played out again this time round. But I think maybe, you know, if we, we all sort of um, took a step back we might actually see some value, but also see some problems in the very idea of uh, you know, local elections. So the basic pros, right, um, tend to go along the lines of it allows for, well, accountability, clearly, because these will then be elected representatives. Uh, it allows for greater participation at a democratic level that isn't necessarily just the um, state as well as federal. So all of these things are the ones that typically people will talk about when it comes to local council elections. Now, you said triggering, and I think that the largest, or, or perhaps I won't say largest, the loudest argument um, that often happens in opposition to the idea of local council elections tends to focus on the issue of race and exactly where these council elections will be had, who is the community most likely um, to participate in said elections, and whether or not, and this is a very fundamental large argument that happens, whether or not Malaysians simply cannot vote outside of racial lines. Yeah, so the arguments against it would be that instead of being or ushering a new logic to uh, elections, that people will be more interested in uh, professionals coming in with solutions for cities, sure. that it will in fact replicate what we have at state and uh, the federal level. Right. Yes. So we have exactly the same kind also of... Also needless bureaucracy and cost. Yeah, so we yeah. have Pakatan, we'll have Barisan, we'll have Perikatan, but fighting out the city level. The other thing, of course, is that, um, you know, there is this issue of, well, you might have more democracy, but does democracy bring more efficiency in terms of problem solving So uh, for cities? So, you know, so you might actually have uh, a, a vibrant democratic local scene, but not actually have uh, the best people uh, running it and running these local councils. So, so the, I think there is actually, even for those who are advocates, and I know they always bring up the, de uh, the issue of democracy, it's very hard to kind of like knock democracy. But I think we need to actually be more um, objective in our views of what possible scenarios can, can play out from a local elections uh, scenario. So there have been a number of political leaders who have weighed in um, from, you know, different sides of the aisle, one of whom is our guest today, actually, who is the former uh, Federal Territories Minister, Khalid Abdul Samad, who has called for the unity government to focus on showing that they are, in fact, united. He went on to say other things, but I think we will have him on to explain that himself. Let us know, though, what do you think? Are you for 
local council elections? Is it something you want to see or is it something you have doubts about? You can call 7733-2900, send a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Bias Free Media. BFM 89.9. The Business Station. It is 5.13 and you are listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sherrod. We're talking today about the renewed call for local council elections, something that seems to come around every, I want to say year or six months. You know, <laughs> That's about right um, for when it starts to crop up again. <coughs> mm-hmm. So um, we'd like to hear from you. What do you think? Are you for this move? That number to call, double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Joining us now, we have Khalid Samad, Amana Communications Director, as well as former Federal Territories Minister. Khalid, good to have you with us. Yes, uh, good to be here. So, um, things is it okay? Yes, you sound great. Thank you. So um, several NGOs, okay. as we said, have issued a statement calling for local councils. Um, you've commented on this. Firstly, could you share your thoughts with us? Uh, the NGOs uh, call for the local council uh, elections every time uh, we are in government. They don't bother whether it's uh, Barisan National Government or Prigatan National Government uh, because I think they realize that uh, Pakatan Harapan uh, is uh, committed to uh, the democratization process. Uh, but obviously now we are in a, gov- a unity government where we're not quite uh, in full control of everything. Uh, so uh, the main issue as far as local council uh, elections is concerned, uh, we all understand you know, what, what it is supposed uh, to, uh, to achieve, right? Uh, better de- democratization, better, uh, how do you say, uh, the voice of the people being uh, represented, uh, people who are being uh, voted in based on their uh, capability, not appointed by uh, political parties, or, or so on and so forth. Eh? But uh, the fact of the matter is that many people still, or you know, quite a number of people still don't understand what uh, local council elections are all about. And uh, in fact, uh, you think about it, uh, state governments or even federal government, you know, they all, everyone, uh, you look at uh, the election results uh, that uh, occurred uh, recently, uh, the issue of uh, racial politics and, uh, uh, how do you say, fear and hatred, uh, is uh, very much uh, a reality in uh, Malaysian politics. Unfortunately, this is uh, so. I'm not not saying this as an excuse or, or, or whatever, but this is the fact. So, for as long as people don't really understand what local council elections are about, uh, I think uh, the main effort that should be put in before you have the local council elections themselves is to explain, because uh, this has never happened. It's not been happening for the past. Uh, uh, 40, 50 years or even more, and people don't understand. And everyone thinks it's just a question of uh, trying to uh, make sure that the Malays are in control or the Chinese are in control or, or whatever. Lah, yeah? So everything is uh, put in a wrong perspective. And whenever you uh, want to talk about local council elections, you never get into a uh, rational uh, discussion or argument. Yeah? Uh, uh, it's more about, okay, what's going to happen? You know, the Chinese are going to take over KL, uh, the Malays are going to be left behind, and, and so on and so forth. And it's just like it's just like during the general election and the uh, uh, state uh, elections that were held uh, recently. Uh, so whether we like it or not, that is the reality. 
So I think that what we need to do, number one, is to explain. And not, not everybody reads about these uh, three levels of government, you know, federal, national, state, uh, local, council, uh, and so on and so forth. Uh, everyone, uh, not many people understand. And in the final analysis, uh, these people, uh, the hate mongers, those who uh, use the uh, issue of race and uh, religion will uh, always have uh, an advantage because they speak uh, to uh, the people's uh, fears and what they perceive to be uh, the uh, you know the threatened position of the Malays and of Islam. So, so yeah, can I ask in, you about since you mentioned? I agree. In principle, I agree. But what I'm saying is that uh, we've got to do a lot more uh, groundwork uh, before we can actually implement it. Yeah. Yeah, so you were saying uh, that, you know, the, the reality is it's not a Pakatan government, it's in fact a unity government. Uh, and yeah. in the recent Malaysia Kini article, you reported saying yeah. that uh, that this uh, proposal really needs internal discussion first. It's currently being framed as uh, a DAP proposal. Um, can you tell us a bit about the differences uh, between uh, the component parties of Pakatan as well as now their allies both in Barisan as well as GPS? I mean, are there yeah. differences in thinking about local elections? Well, uh, we have to admit that it was a, a coalition that was formed after the general election. It was not uh, a coalition that uh, was uh, formed before uh, the general election. So there were not uh, it's not uh, coming together of like minds. It's a question of coming together because uh, we just don't have enough seats, right? And uh, we're trying to work out uh, common policies uh, that can keep us together uh, so that we can deliver uh, for the sake of the right. Yeah, that is, that, that's the most important. We need a government that functions, that can deliver. So obviously, in terms of the issue of uh, many issues, uh, not just the local council, uh, government and local council elections, uh, there are differences. Yeah? There are uh, differences with respect to uh, the question of uh, democratization itself. Yeah? Even uh, the issue of, uh, uh, what do you call it, this uh, persepadanan baru, this uh, uh, new uh, delineation of the uh, uh, parliamentary uh, constituencies and all that. Even this has been uh, mentioned and this was also uh, criticized as a DAP uh, kind of... Uh, uh, a policy, uh, whereas what we're trying to do, Amana uh, and uh, PH uh, is uh, trying to do, is to uh, explain to the people that we want a more uh, democratic uh, society with better, fairer representation. Yeah? So uh, similar goes for the question of local, uh, local council uh, uh, election. So this is not something that we've discussed uh, before. We, we didn't go into the coalition having a common stance, I mean, co common policies, and, uh, you know, result, made where we are, we are one united coalition. The fact of the matter is that we are a coalition which is made up of uh, parties which, because as a result, uh, nobody having a sufficient majority. Yeah. So uh, we have to uh, understand that. Yeah. So uh, when we want to propose something, uh, rather than uh, proposing it to the public and making a statement, uh, of course, uh, sometimes you're just pay, playing to the gallery uh, but uh, and you want to show to the, your supporters that uh, you're still uh, uh, pursuing all these issues, but that is not a very constructive uh, way to do it. Uh, it would be better uh, to say that this issue is being discussed and uh, we will try to uh, agree on uh, certain uh, approaches, 
you know, I mean, even in, uh, in even in Selangor, you know, it took it took us some time. Before that, uh, all the local council uh, were just the adults. Yeah? They they were the head. They were they themselves were uh, 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 ordering about the uh, the the Datuk Bandar or the uh, Yang Dipertua or whatever. And anything decision is is just the adults themselves or the ketua bahagian uh, who just gives the gives the instructions. There was no. Uh, Ali Majlis, you know, after we took over uh, Selangor, uh, then we started the issue of uh, having uh, uh, for for Shalam, we had uh, 12 zones, and every zone had a uh, uh, where he sits and he chairs the MPP, the Majlis Perwakilan Penduduk, and then after that, they were then appointed as the uh, local council, uh, Ali Majlis. Uh, so it's, it's, it's uh, you are starting from a structure uh, original structure which does not follow uh, the textbook. Eh? It, it didn't follow the textbook for many, many years. And what is being done in Selangor, uh, even though it's not uh, local council elections, but basically they are the, the, the adons who were elected and who won, uh, they are the ones who then uh, discuss and appoint uh, the, 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 the Ali Majlis. It's not quite, it's not quite uh, there yet, but it's a lot better than what it was before. A PH came to power. Yeah. So you've also said that a lot actually needs to be done structurally before we look at yeah. the issue of local council elections. Um, what should the government's focus be on, in your opinion? Uh, well, in relation to this issue, uh, when I was the uh, federal territory uh, minister, I uh, encouraged the formation of the uh, Majlis Perwakilan Penduduk, or uh, I'm not sure what you call it in English, uh, but basically all the uh, residents associations were put under one uh, committee and we uh, made sure that the uh, people in charge uh, will have a good rapport with all the RAs and all that. Because the RAs are there, but they're not uh, organized. There's no structure. Uh, even in uh, in DBKL, there's no uh, Ali Majlis or local councillor. Uh, so, I mean, you, you really have to sit down and think and uh, work out the structure. And of course, as you know, in Wilaya, there's no state government. So there's no such thing as a third level, a three level government. It's just the, you have the federal um, uh, minister, you have the minister of uh, federal territories, and then uh, that's it. Yeah. So <laughs> that's it. Yeah? You don't have anything. And, and recently, until recently, we didn't even have a federal territories minister. Uh, so it was like the co- local council was running on its own, uh, had to check with the PM uh, on certain issues, and that was very. Is obviously, it was very uh, inefficient, uh, very difficult to do uh, because our, our PM also is very active and uh, goes all over the place. Uh, and uh, it was very difficult to make uh, uh, decisions, right? So uh, we have to look at it again. Uh, we know that uh, Wilayah uh, in particular is different from all the other states. They don't have the state government. They don't have the um, the state councillors. Uh, now you want to talk about the local councillors, you know, uh, for wilayah, it's a, a real, uh, how do you say, a study, a case, a study that you have to do and propose a restructuring uh, such that you have more uh, uh, more say as a, as a resident in a wilayah. 
Yeah, I want to ask you, is there some um, wisdom in testing out the idea? Rather than sort of saying we'll have local council elections for the for the whole country, that it's yeah. tested in places like Kuala Lumpur that just has one layer of government, which you already have noted is problematic yeah. and inefficient, uh, and also in different parts of the country where the demographic realities are different. So, you know, uh, in, yeah. uh, in very Malay states or very Malay cities, for instance, all of which will then show what benefits, as it were, uh, this proposal can uh, bring. Yeah, I would uh, propose that uh, KL is not the place to test it out uh, because it doesn't have this uh, current two levels of uh, government. Uh, I would propose uh, that uh, it should be tested uh, out in uh, uh, states like Selangor, where you have your state assemblyman and uh, you have the members of parliament. Uh, the members of parliament technically, of, uh, originally, officially, they are supposed to be involved on national issues. Yeah, uh, It's the state assemblyman who oversees state issues. And a local council is a state issue. So in Wilaya, in Kuala Lumpur, you don't have uh, a state assemblyman. So you're getting uh, MPs who are supposed to be overseeing uh, national issues uh, to uh, look into uh, DBKL and act as though they are like uh, state assemblymen, uh, which again is not uh, effective. Uh, what I did when I was the FT minister is that I I formed a, a, a new uh, platform which we call the Majlis Mashwarat uh, uh, Menteri, and we called all the MPs to sit in the meeting together with uh, DBKL, and that's never been done. It's never been done. Yeah? So it's it, all the all the while previously all the MPs just interact with. Uh, DBKL on their own. Uh, there's no common uh, platform where you sit and you sit and discuss and you, uh, you know, can propose certain uh, policies uh, for the whole of KL or whatever. So it becomes a very, uh, it becomes very difficult if uh, you want to implement the local council uh, uh, elections in KL uh, because it's it's not it doesn't have uh, the state the second level. Of government, yeah. So I would I would propose if uh, it needs to be done, uh, if we want to try it out, uh, it would be good if we could. Uh, then we do it in uh, the states that do have a, a, a state assembly, and do have a, and do have a state assemblyman. Then it can be a lot more, uh, how do you say, uh, well uh, managed and uh, organized uh, rather than in KL. KL has a lot to do. Uh, has has a lot has to be done. Uh, to get the structures right. Well, this is my opinion, not my personal opinion. It's not something which... But basically, as far as Amana is concerned, we agree uh, to bringing this, the, the country towards uh, greater democratization, uh, but we don't believe in just jumping into it, uh, ignoring uh, the problems, the possible problems and the realities uh, that exist. Lah. Yeah. We have a minute left with you. In closing, um, <clears throat> Sina Haryan ran a front page story calling this proposal controversial. How do you see this issue you know, being framed by the Malay media and how does that in turn shape the, the national conversation or the specific community conversations? That's the problem. In Malaysia, everything is uh, racialized, everything is uh, politicized, everything is uh, looked from a, a very skewed uh, viewpoint. And we can't have a rational and objective discussion on the effectiveness of the system. I think what we should stop talking about uh, whether it's going to be Malay control, whether it's going to be Chinese control or whatever. What we should do is that we should discuss on why we need it. 
what's the purpose what's if uh, what's the you know, what what will what will and uh, and what will happen if we have it yeah the efficiency the effectiveness and so on and so forth but instead uh, the discussion is being uh, distorted as always and being diverted to the issue of race and religion yeah it's very unfortunate but that's the, that is the reality so if you have a local council election now today that's exactly what's going to happen a repeat of the state election a repeat of the uh, federal election is an even at a, even a smaller uh, how do you say uh, uh, unit uh, where it can really get ugly yeah unfortunately yeah that's the reality lah that's the fear Khalid, thank you so much for speaking with us today right okay thank you for having me that was Khalid Samad, Amanah Communications Director and former FT Minister, talking about, um, in many ways, the, the nuance um, surrounding this issue of local council elections. Let us know, what do you think? Are you for the general push towards having them? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Be firmly motivated. BFM 89.9. It's 5.38 and this is the evening edition with Lynn and Sherrod. We're talking today about local council elections, which is an important and yet, I will just say, tiring conversation because it comes up a lot and then every time it does, it is very much the same sort of gridlock that happens of opinion. Um, but this time there are 16 NGOs, some of whom have called for it before, who are once more reiterating, right, that there is a need for it. We spoke earlier with Khalid Samad. We want to hear from you. What do you think? Are you for local council elections? Is this something you want to see? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Let's start with um, Zed, who simply says many pros. What are the cons? And and actually, this is something we started the show with. I feel that this is so dependent on your perspective. As in on on what your your underlying feelings about government and voting and democracy and all these things, what those underlying feelings are, because I could imagine so many other people just sending this message in, but reversed. Many cons. Tell me the pros. Yeah, absolutely, Lynn. You know, the the thing, of course, is that many people who are advocates come from uh, come with some basic uh, axioms, right? I mean, one is that democracy is always good, and democratization, as our guest suggested, is something that should be part of the uh, the reform movement. So all that is good. So therefore, you want to have local council elections because they are a kind of form. But that's a principled stand. Th- that's yeah. a principled stand. Mm-hmm. The, the, somebody else might come and say, well. Well, actually, I want good governance for cities now. Ah, so when you start about talking about good governance, actually, democracy is adjacent to good governance, but not necessarily a sufficient condition for it, right? So you could have a very democratic system, as we do on the national level, and we don't necessarily have good governance, right? So it's democracy is adjacent to good governance. So you want good government, you want efficient local councils, you want professional leadership, then how do you produce that? And will local uh, elections actually create the conditions for the professionalization of governance of our cities? So that's the kind of philosophical perspective. Um, Z, I'm also just going to add on that on a practical level, people are concerned about things like cost and political awareness. So whether there is going to be enough political awareness among people that they will, in fact, want to vote in a local council election should they be put in place. So there are a lot of different things that go into it. Admittedly, we are talking theory because 
it doesn't exist. And it so, doesn't, you know. Because the thing is, it did exist. And so a lot yes. of the advocates go back to history and ask, why was it removed? And then they come up with a very political answer, meaning not meaning an answer that is driven by their politics, but a, an answer that suggests it was the politics of the time. Mm -hmm. And the actually the emergence of very strong left movement in the cities that led to its expunging from our <laughs> kind of constitutional <laughs> framework. So for then, then it becomes like this other reason, like, okay, we must return local politics because it was denied us. And I understand these emotional appeals. But again, if you're interested in good governance, um, yeah, we might need to rethink whether lo elected uh, local uh, elections are sufficient. So we've got a pair of people, just to close off on this topic, um, who are for it. Anthony says, I really hope to see KL specifically have a second vote in the local election. Local government problems by right aren't even within the MP's job scope. For local issues to be resolved faster and more effectively, they should be led and managed by local elected leaders who have the ownership to improve and help the neighbourhood. And Anthony, I think um, for a very long time, actually, I agree with you in principle. Um, I, I think that the ideal scenario that most of us want to imagine with local council elections is that it will be local leaders and that therefore you will have that sense of community and community pride and responsibility driving the person that the community voted for. Whether or not that's true is another thing. Whether or not it's just going to be parties who like, you know, fund elections and, and uh, fund campaigns rather, put in, um, you know, candidates, that's quite another thing. I, I think that if we if we could um, guarantee that your scenario is what happens, most people would be for it. Yeah, so I think one of the things that um, detractors also speak about or refer to is the demographics of our cities. Now, how um, multi-ethnic are our cities today <coughs> compared to what they were before? And then what kind of um, politics will that produce, right? So I think a lot of the advocates often paint the most positive scenario, the most progressive scenario coming out of local council elections. Uh, but that's not guaranteed. You don't know what is going to be produced by opening up this field. Uh, and then the question is, are you ready for the consequences of now instituting a new level of politics that either might just mirror state and federal relations or might actually go in a completely different uh, direction, but in a negative one? We've also got this from Winks, um, who says the standard of engagement between the councillors or the with the residents association are not consistent. Some are active, some are not. Some residents are not even aware who their reps are because it hasn't been announced. Rules of engagement should be established with an option to vote them out for a lack of performance. Yeah, so Winks, you know, what you signal, I think it's quite interesting, is that this is probably an opportunity to rethink also what we do with elections, not just simply people stand for elections and they you mm -hmm. know, make up you know, the council, but maybe we need to frame it in ways that now, unlike state and federal, now guarantees more control of our reps, uh, like you say, you know, vote them out uh, for lack of performance, or whatever it is. You know, I wonder if this would be a level or a place to experiment with a democratization. Let us know, what do you think? Are you for the general push towards having them? You can call 7733-2900, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.